Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Welcome to the show, Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host, and it is my honor as well as a privilege to have as my guest today, Dr. Sheila D. Williams. I met Sheila, just we just said hello to each other, and my daughter is the one that referred her to me, and she, her and my daughter were classmates many years ago in, school, in high school. And so it was, you know, when I reached out to my daughter, she said, Mom, I have the perfect person for you to interview on your show. And as I was talking to Sheila through the introduction, we talked and it was exciting. She has a book and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about her book. Um, And, you know, things that she had to overcome to get to where she is today is amazing. And also she should be congratulated. And I want her to tell us a little bit um, right up front immediately about the struggles that she's gone through somewhat as far as the education part. And we'll go back into later on and hear all of her accomplishments as well as her book um, and how that came about. But right now, Sheila, I want to touch really briefly on, because I know there's a lot of pe- a lot of my listeners that might be in the same situation or they have kids that have gone through the same situation. As And I'm going to read this directly from your, your uh, bio. Uh, Sheila has once been told by her high school guidance counselor that college was not for her. She would not take no for an answer. Dr. Williams turned what could have been a challenge into an opportunity to prove that, yes, you can. And I know there's a lot of people, you know, through the years, myself included, they did not think we was good enough. They did not. We listened to other people to let us to tell for, to, for them to tell us our stories and our paths that we should take. But I am so thankful and so grateful that Sheila did not take that no, that she strived and she can, went on because of what inside of her let her know that she could do it. And she's on the other side of that. And if you was in the beginning, you heard me say, Dr. Sheila D. Williams. So not only did she just go to the two-year college, she has gone all the way through the system of the education and has come on the other side when someone told her not to even think about the college. So Sheila, welcome to the program. Thank I'm you. So Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Good. And I'm so glad that you did say yes when I asked you. So can you tell us a little bit more about, I touched on it a little bit, uh, the feeling that you had around being told, no, you couldn't go to college? Well, even prior to that, as I mentioned in, in the book, and I know that we'll get into it a little bit a little bit further, even at the point where I entered high school, I had already overcome so many other obstacles. Um, you know, my high school guidance counselor had no idea. I had already gone through many milestones of overcoming uh, several different personal things uh, mm-hmm. within my life and, and within my family. So at the high school mark, 10th, 11th grade, as, you know, high schoolers prepare to whether or not they're going into the uh, field of work or they're going to mm-hmm. the military or you decide to go to college, it's mm-hmm. a pivotal, very important point in your life. Mm-hmm. And although I had, you know, really good grades, I was always uh, in extracurricular activities, all kinds of groups and clubs. I mm-hmm. had the GPA, I had the test scores uh, to be able to attend college, but I uh, did not have the funds. My parents mm-hmm. uh, were not uh, wealthy and mm-hmm. I had worked. Uh, from the time I was in ninth grade, I always had a job. So as a guidance counselor, he knew that. And mm-hmm. uh, it was his recommendation that I take the ASVAB test and that I join the military because I, there was no way in his uh, in his eyesight, there was no mm-hmm. way that I was going to be able to fund college. 
And uh, I just started to, to do my own research uh, mm-hmm. because it was a bit discouraging at first. But uh, anyone that knows me, even from a, from an early child, you know, as you read in my bio, mm-hmm. it was you mm-hmm. say no to me, I'm going to find a way to turn that no into a yes <laughs> for an opportunity to change it around. So I found ways to fund my education, although I did take the ASVAB. He, he convinced me to take the ASVAB. I had recruiters coming to my parents' house and calling me and, and trying to get me to sign on a dotted line, but I knew that that was not for me. It's, I mean, it's a mm-hmm. great career for many others and not to take away from it, but that's not the path that I wanted to take. So I did not. And I ended up going to college and continuing on and continuing on until I finished my doctorate degree. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, You know, I, I know that you have a book out, which I have read and I loved it. Um, The name of your book is, can you tell us the name of your book? Yes. The name of the book is my mother's keeper. Okay, and what inspired you to write this book? Well, um, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is, uh, you know, my mother, she suffered from clinical depression. Uh, We did not know it was clinical depression until about my mid, early to mid-20s. So as a child, uh, you know, I was the youngest of three, so it was kind of like I grew up as an only child because they were so much older than me. Uh, so being the only child in the home, I spent a lot of time just with my mom. Uh, mm-hmm. so from the age of about four or five years old, the conversations that we had kind of would often be one-sided. It would be that I was mainly talking to her and she was not always talking back to me, uh, mm-hmm. except in short, short phrases or one or two words. So with her having the clinical depression not being treated, not being diagnosed, uh, we went back and forth to the doctor with my mother to try to figure out what was going on with her. She would complain of different ailments. So even as a young child, and and as I mentioned in the book, you've read the book, at the age of 10 Mm -hmm. is a very pivotal point in my life when she, you know, pretty much let me know that uh, she felt I was very mature and that mm-hmm. I was very responsible, and uh, it was time for me to take on more responsibilities. So for, for lack of better terminology, she kind of checked out, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on some of the parental, um, you know, some, some of the traditional parental things that you would expect a mother to do. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it was all because of her clinical depression not being appropriately, appropriately treated and diagnosed. Uh, you know, you may hear people say that depression hurts, so it manifested itself in what she thought were physical ailments. So mm-hmm. going back and forth to the doctor, she would complain of a stomach ache, a headache, a backache, or just not feeling well, when ultimately it wasn't until, uh, you know, in, like I said, my early 20s, back and forth to the doctor all those years, that they finally realized that it was clinical depression that she was suffering from. So mm-hmm. after... Caring for her uh, through the clinical depression, my childhood, young adulthood, uh, into adulthood, uh, even on the medication for clinical depression, it was in my 30s that she was finally diagnosed uh, with a physical ailment, which turned out to be multiple sclerosis. Mm. And so my caring for her continued uh, up until the point where she passed away in 2012. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned, from the age of four or five, all the way up until, you know, 2012, when uh, she, you know, ultimately passed away from the um, complications of the multiple sclerosis. So my mother's keeper is all about my life. It is about, uh, you know, my caring for her and her being, um, you know, right from, from these disorders for so long. And all of the other complications and dysfunction that go along with that and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the hardships and the obstacles in which I've had to overcome. So mm-hmm. we got to the point where, uh, you know, we finally got that diagnosis and things started to, to kind of turn around. But then, you know, the multiple sclerosis set in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you've had some challenges, and it seems that through it all, you have learned how to balance your life through it. Um, 
and I want I want you to briefly tell us, maybe one in one sentence, how to well make it two. How did you balance? How have you maintained? Because from the age of four to the time of your mother's you know death, you've had to be a child, be an adult, be a parent, and parent yourself. You know, right. and then almost be your mother's mother. You know, right. at a at a right. at a very early age, how did you find the way to balance that? How did you keep the your eight your your growing up your years of growing up into who you are now? How did you and it's very early age. Either. You're very smart enough to know how to do this. So tell us a little bit just how you did that. How did you manage that balance during that particular time of your life? And we have just a few minutes, so it's going to be short and sweet, and then we'll come back and explore mm-hmm. more. Okay. Um, well, you know, when you're in a situation, you don't always realize that your situation is different. So mm-hmm. it was a norm for me. And, uh, you know, we were in our Christian family. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. prayed through it and I asked God for the strength and the guidance mm-hmm. to okay. be able to guide me through whatever it was that, you know, mm-hmm. I was faced with. And that mm-hmm. I, you know, I afford that to, to my faith in God. It's good. You know, and I also just to, not to put words in your mouth, but when you said you're a Christian family, before your mother became ill, before the age of four, she probably helped you along the way as well to get to that point because she might have not known, but she might have had a good inkling that something's going on and let me prepare my child. And, you know, and that's that's always it. That's that's always a good thing that our parents usually know before we do. And then they help us through the troubles. And then we think, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Well, we can really go on break in just a few minutes, just a few seconds. And when we come back, we're going to hear some more about Dr. Sheila Williams' life and the new book that's coming up and her continues of success. Don't go away. Take the time for yourself now to regroup and to go inside and see where it is you might need support. And we would have also a chance for her to tell us that when we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I'm having the privilege of speaking with Dr. Sheila D. Williams and hearing how she has overcome 
a lot of things from the age of four with her mother having been diagnosed, not at the time then, but being depressed, uh, in a state of depression, and then later finding out it was clinical depression, and also she developed MS, which is multiple sclerosis. Um, Dr. Williams has learned at a very early age that she just jumps in and do what has to be done. And again, that could have been one of those, no, you can't do this. And she knew that she was the best person for the job is to taking care of her mother. So she did what was expected and she did it well. Uh, Dr. Williams, I have a question to ask you that in your message, what is your message you would like the viewers to know about the time that, that you had to go through with your mother? What, what lessons can you give us out of there or what message you want to pass on? Well, there's uh, actually two. I want to definitely say that um, it has become a major message of mine to get the word out. If you notice that yourself or a loved one, a family member, coworker, child, or parent, uh, or, 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 you know, maybe even a distant relative and or friend is not quite um, behaving or, or acting the way that they used to, or it may just be some abnormalities and abnormalities in the way in which they communicate or interact or socialize um, as to what we call, quote-unquote, normal uh, behaviors, you know, you want to encourage that person to try to get help. I, I do particularly um, have a very, obviously, it was very, very close to my heart because my mother suffered from clinical depression. We often find that it's very taboo it's a subject that we don't want to talk about. We think that people are going to talk about us or treat us differently because we have a clinical or a mental disorder, but it is something that is very much um, needed. It is very much needed. I often talk about, you know, if we have a medical problem, if we have cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, even if you have a headache, you take medication for that. So why would you not seek clinical help from a psychiatrist or a psychologist if there is a need to do so with your mental health? So mm -hmm. I, I strongly encourage, you know, I strongly encourage the listeners if they or if they have personal relationships or even professional relationships with those that they care about and they see someone struggling or not behaving what we call, quote unquote, in normal types of behavior, you want to encourage them to, to get help. If it is a close family member, a spouse or a child or a parent, take them to the doctor. Go to the doctor mm -hmm. with them to mm -hmm. try to get them the help that they need. So that is first mm -hmm. and foremost the reason why I have chosen after 40-plus years to tell my story because it is a very personal story. Mm -hmm. uh, people would often see me as Dr. Williams and think that, you know, I just woke up one day with a Ph.D. behind my last mm -hmm. name. And that's not the case at all. Uh, you know, it was a very difficult road um, that I had to travel to get to where I am. I thank God for my accomplishments mm -hmm. and everything that I've gone through to get me to where I am. However, with that, I think the blessing in, in me being in the space that I am in right now, the blessing is for me to be able to tell my story, to be of encouragement to, the, to so many that, that now hear it. And to be right. able to read my book and say, wow, she went through all of this and she was able to accomplish, you know, mm -hmm. having her own business and being a director of a school and, and mm -hmm. you know, having her Ph.D. and so on and so forth. Yes, uh, I'm, the message is that nothing is impossible. That is my slogan. Nothing is impossible. Mm -hmm. I think that anything is, anything is possible as long as you set those goals and exactly. you keep your eye on the goal. And you continue to, to put one foot right in front of the other, in, 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 you know, regardless of whatever your obstacles may be. So mm -hmm. that is the message that, I, that I'd like to get out to, to all of the listeners today. And that is a wonderful message, you know. We keep going and keep going and we continue to do. And we look out for our fellow, our fellow uh, parents. We look out for our parents. We look out for our, our friends, our, our spouses. We look out for anyone in our community and beyond that, because we cannot do it alone. We need the support and the support is there if you only ask for it. You know, that's just like in my business. I keep telling people and I keep showing people that all it takes is one little word is asking for help. Just ask. 
when you ask, then there'll be someone there to support you in any kind of way, in any struggles. I in finances, you can see the the medical part of that or just feel it because you've been there, you've done there. Go to people that have had the same kind of experience and on the other side is the joy and the peace that you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to go through anything, any struggles alone because there's someone that's done it before you and you just have to say, can I have some help? And that's it. As easy as that. When when you are going through all that you've gone through and the careers that you have and the responsibilities you have, how do you find balance? How do What do you do for balance to put all this together? You know, I've always been told, and I, and I definitely agree with this, when you're doing something that you enjoy doing, it doesn't really feel mm-hmm. like work. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, writing the books and doing the public speaking engagements, the motivational speaking, the training, mm-hmm. even as a director of a college, it is enjoy, it's enjoyment for me. I enjoy going to work every day. I enjoy meeting people and encouraging them to meet their goals and to continue on their path. So mm-hmm. I don't really see it as, mm-hmm. as work. Um, mm-hmm. I see it as opportunity to touch someone's life in a positive yes. way. Yes. So, so with that every day, uh, I find something, I try to find something positive, try to turn uh, what could be seen as a negative into a positive, mm-hmm. even if it's not for myself, but for someone else. To mm-hmm. in my consulting business when I'm counseling someone or, uh, you know, just trying to, to help them navigate through life's obstacles, my goal is to give them, uh, you know, other options to put something else out there on the table for them. And they, of course, ultimately make their own decisions. Absolutely. I don't make the life decisions for them, but I right. put them on the table for them to consider other options, other avenues, mm-hmm. other ways mm-hmm. in which they can navigate through these problems that they may be experiencing. So for me, I do I do check out every now and then, and I take a vacation, and I mm-hmm. and I relax, and I go to the beach, or mm-hmm. you know I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I don't really get as much enjoyment from it. Most things are negative that you see there, but mm-hmm. uh, for me, uh, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy spending a lot of time with family and friends, and just uh, you know just trying to make myself a better person. And in mm-hmm. the process, someone else in a positive way, that's, that's what I believe life is all about. Absolutely. And there's so much, we enjoy so much more when we can think of the positive stuff and we can support, I do, when I can support someone else and have help right. their life to be a little easier and bring joy to someone else. That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, now you've, you've written the book, My Mother's Keeper. And then you have a second book to be released in 2017. And you also have said that you have a third book in your children's book series. Tell us a little bit about those particular points that your projects you're working on. Okay. Uh, The two additional books are also about my life. Uh, The autobiography, I did not want to put it all in one book because Mm -hmm. there's different parts. As as you know, there's different chapters in your life that you go Mm -hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Whether it be you know caring for your parents or personal, professional, uh, you know, so there's so many different as- um, aspects to it. I decided not to put it all in one book because it would have been too much. So mm-hmm. uh, the first book was about my mother. The second and third books are more. Um, one is more so about my relationship with my father, and mm-hmm. the third is more on a very personal level about me. Um, you know, from from my from my standpoint, me personally, right. professionally, right. and numerous other things that I have encountered. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all of them uh, together, all three of them, will make up the autobiography as a whole. The children's mm-hmm. book series, um, you know, just coming from a, you know, what you can consider a quote-unquote dysfunctional home, I, mm-hmm. I, I believe we all have some dysfunction in our childhood, Absolutely. in our family, uh, you know, whether it be one thing or another. So right. uh, the experiences that I had as a child may not be may not be yours or may not be the next person's, but there is something in all of our paths and all of our upbringings that we can mm-hmm. relate to one another. Mm-hmm. So the There's a common theory, thread. Yes, very common mm-hmm. thread there mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the children's book series comes from my background and, and my childhood, a lot of things that I experienced, but it also comes from 
me working in the mental health and the education field, dealing with working with children who have uh, educational and or uh, psychological difficulties that um, mm-hmm. affect them as a child. I've worked for several years as well uh, with the Department of Children and Families and mm-hmm. working with children who were um, abused, abandoned, mm-hmm. or neglected, as mm-hmm. well as those who were, you know, in foster care system for one reason or another. So from all of that, from being a teacher and, and working with children uh, from an educator perspective, that is something that has been on my mind and on my heart to do for a very long time now. So now that I am uh, a published author and so many people have asked me to continue writing and things that they want to see, I decided that a children's book series is something that I definitely um, wanted to do. So I've started to work on that project as well, and then the first book for that should be out uh, probably in late 2017. Wonderful. You know, and we can never have in too many books for the kids to relate to, to read, to dream, to set goals, you know, for it's, that's the growth process. I know that when I was coming up, I had a great library. And I passed that on to my daughter who had a great library. My granddaughter had a great library. But that gives them hope. That gives them, you know, sometimes when they can't reach out to an adult, they can go into their own little world and get their own little goals and dreams and work towards something. You know, imagination is great if when they can get through a book or through listening to other people. Well, we get ready to go on another break. And again, listeners, don't go away come back. We have a lot more to cover with Dr. Sheila D. Williams' life and her experiences. And I'm sure if you listen hard, there's something in there that you can relate to or that might just support you on your journey. See you in a minute. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones. And you're listening to Journey to Balancing Your Life. We have with us today Dr. Sheila D. Williams. And she has told us so much about her her life, the history, the, where she started, how she started, and where she is now. And she's also given us quite some good information as to for us to be able to help someone else that we feel is struggling or help someone that doesn't quite know what's going on with them, but we recognize a difference and a change. So she has listened has listened to her heart, 
when she, it came down for her to help her mother, she's passing that information on to you. So I hope you continue to listen to her. I'm going to give her an opportunity to now say if there's anyone out there in the radio land that would like to continue a conversation with her or have questions that they don't feel is comfortable to answer on the radio, you can reach out to her and I'm going to give her a chance right now to tell us how we can do that. Dr. Sheila, could you tell us? Yes, so? most certainly. Uh, you can visit my website. It is my name. It's www.drsheiladwilliams.com. That's www.drsheiladwilliams.com. No spaces, no dash, no periods. And Sheila is S-H-E-I-L-A. So you can as well follow me on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and it is my name as well, Dr. Sheila D. Williams. My email address and the phone number, contact phone number is available on my website, uh, but the email okay. address is my name also, Dr. Sheila D. Williams at gmail.com. So if you go to the website, you can follow me. You can as well purchase the book from the website, My Mother's Keeper, or you mm-hmm. can purchase the book mm-hmm. on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, through the publisher, which is Zulon Press. And it is also available through Christian uh, Christian books and also Google books. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you just type in my name, all of this stuff will come up if you Google me. But, uh, you know, definitely I really enjoy connecting with the community. I do motivational speaking seminars. I have a networking and marketing event uh, in Atlanta, Georgia on October 8th. The title of the event is uh, Marketing on Mitchell Street. If you go to Eventbrite and you type in that title, Marketing on Mitchell Street, it will pop uh, pop up for you, and then you can purchase tickets for that uh, through Eventbrite.com. Okay. All right. Thank you for saying that. Um, You know me, I I have your bio in front of me, so I know a lot more than the listeners do. So I want to just open it up right now for you just to tell us anything that you think they might want to know that you haven't already touched on. Or if you feel in your heart that there's something that you want to touch on a little bit more, do that as well. So the floor is yours and tell us the juiciness about it all. <laughs> well, as, as you mentioned, uh, you know, my bachelor's degree is in psychology. The master's degree is in counseling. And my doctorate degree is in leadership and education. Uh, you mentioned that I am a published author. I'm working on several uh, additional books. The first book is My Mother's Keeper. Uh, my company is SW Consulting Services, LLC. I am the CEO and the owner of uh, SW Consulting Services. And through that, I provide training, uh, counseling, and consultation for mental health as well as educational services. All of this information, again, is available on my website, uh, www.drsheiladwilliams.com. With my first book, most of the uh, reviews that customers, that readers have done has been on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon and you click on my book, My Mother's Keeper, you will see that uh, the book has received uh, five out of five stars consistently. And uh, that is a huge blessing. I'm very proud of that. I've had numerous people contact me and suggest that the book be made into a documentary, and that is something that I would like to pursue. So if anyone is listening and can help me with that, that would be great. Um, <laughs> Get that commercial out there. I hear you. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I'm really happy about that. I did not, um, you know, I did not know that it was going to receive. Uh, the you know the positive reviews that it has, and I'm really happy about that. I you know I'm I'm really blessed in that sense because when I started to write the book, it was shortly thereafter my mother and you know right after my mom and my father had passed away. So I was writing the book as a healing for myself, and then midway I decided to kind of change it around just a little bit so that the book would be a positive impact on others. As I mentioned before. Usually when I do something for myself, it's not just for myself. It's also to hopefully touch and be of inspiration to someone else. So mm-hmm. in writing the book, it was something that I was just writing as a as a memoir for myself mm-hmm. or as a bit of a diary. But mm-hmm. as I got about halfway through, I said, no, someone else needs to see this. Someone else needs to read this. And that's mm-hmm. why I decided to turn what was going to be my diary 
into an actual autobiography. And then one mm-hmm. thing has led to the next. So I do believe that God puts us on a path where yes. we're supposed to actually just follow it. It's already mm-hmm. kind of laid out for us and mm-hmm. our blessings are already there. We just have to be faithful and diligent to be able to continue that path. So, exactly. uh, you know, I often talk when I do motivational speaking seminars, I often say, if you're driving and you stay in your lane, you can notice, usually, you can notice when there's something that's coming head on or somebody beside you is swerving into your lane. If you stay in your lane and you see these things coming, then you can respond accordingly. So as long as you stay in your lane and not swerve from lane to lane to lane, you usually are okay. So even if there is an accident ahead or a fender bender, you're able to recuperate and be able to move on. But stay in your lane. Stay the path and stay in your lane. So that, that's something that I, that I encourage for, for people to do. And, I, I, and myself, I try to make sure that I stay in my lane and uh, continue the path. And it, it has been a good path. I'm very happy about that. You know, and sometimes we wander from our lane, but we can also come back to your lane. Okay, there's some of us that's a little curious on the other side of that. So we'll wander out a little bit and then we say, oh, okay, I got to go back. And you come back to your lane. So there's no right or wrong. It's just remember that yours is already there and it's just for you. No one can do what you are being called to do. And we have to continue to answer to that and look forward to that because all our blessings are all already ordained. Brandy's blessings are Brandy's and Sheila's blessings are hers. I cannot have her blessings, but we can swirl a little bit and just come back to our blessings. Thank you, Dr. Sheila, for that information. Now, I want to talk a little bit about my business. My business, END, The Red, is a financial consultant business. And it's a business where I developed years ago when I was having financial struggles, where I didn't know where from one day to another how I was going to manage, how I was going to raise my daughter and make sure that she was okay. So I was in debt, but I also knew that if I asked someone, and I got to that point where I just knew I had to ask someone for help. And I did. I reached out and I say, I need help. And someone was there to help me. My daughter has grown up to be a lovely young woman. I have come through the finances to be able to live in a life of abundance. And I reach back all the time to ask someone else to support someone. Can I help you? Here it is. Here's my hand. Grab a hold of my hand and we can go through this financial struggle together. In my business, I don't leave you alone. I help you through your bills. It's a bill-paying business. We sit down together and we pay bills. We open up those envelopes that you have been afraid to open up before. We answer the telephone that you've been afraid to receive those calls. I am here, Brandy T. Jones of End, E-N the Red, and I'm here for you anytime, anywhere. You can reach me at Brandy at intheret.com. I'm sorry, brandyintheret.com. Or go to my website, www.intheret.com. All right, so we're going to move on a little bit more. Dr. Sheila, is there anything else that we have not reached on or touched on that you want to tell the listeners? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, you know, like I said, <laughs> Don't you tell me, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the website. You know, I could go on for days, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, the website tells you m- much more about me, mm-hmm. and, and I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to read my book and mm-hmm. to you know get the further insight on me and the things that I'm doing. So I would just encourage the readers if they want to, or the listeners, I should say, to to get a copy of my book, My Mother's mm-hmm. Keeper. And I'm quite sure there's something in there that you may be able to relate to. And then once you purchase a copy of the book, share the book with someone else. Uh, you may uh, receive a blessing from from from. And uh, you know, I I just feel encouraged again. 
gratefully appreciate you having me on to be able to talk about my book and, and myself and the things that I'm trying to do when I mm-hmm. like to leave a legacy of positive impact on everyone I've, uh, you know, come in, come in contact with, everyone who's read the book and or books, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gone on. So from there, uh, you know, earlier about writing the book as an inspiration to so many others to be a voice for my mother. So many people, um, so many uh, individuals who suffer from mental illness feel as if they have no voice. Um, Mm -hmm. At a very, told me that uh, she, at a very early age, had experienced some things uh, that she chose not to talk about. Uh, To this day, I do not know what those traumatic events were. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when things happen to us, we choose to suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to tell my story and to tell my mother's story to show that, you know, we don't all have to be silent, um, you know, regardless of what it is that we have experienced. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I just want to be the voice for not only myself and my mother, but so many others who are experiencing things that they feel like they cannot share. Right. I have I have a question for you, and we have one more uh, about one more minute. But I want to ask you um, when you are when you're doing your life coaching and you you're, you're mainly your life coaching. Can people reach you by phone? Can you coach over the phone, or is it always in person? Or how do you do your, that particular? And we have about thirty seconds, so you can tell us yeah. that in a little. And just yes. tell us a little bit, and we can come back, and you can finish it up. Yes, most uh, by phone. So, okay. yes, I definitely have a website. Uh, my okay. phone number is that as well as my email. So, yes, okay. most definitely 98% is done by phone. Okay. Okay, listeners, we're getting ready to go on a break, and we will be back shortly. Don't go away. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Hi, welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones. We're speaking with Dr. Sheila D. Williams. And when we just before we went on the break, I had asked her, how can you t- reach out to her? Is it by phone or is it just in person? And she was telling us, I'm going to have her continue to tell us a little bit how, as a life coach, she works with her clients. Yes, uh, you can reach me by 
phone. Most of my life coaching is done by phone. Uh, I would eight to ninety nine percent of all the life coaching I do is by phone. You contact me through my website www dot com. I will be able to respond to you, and then we could go ahead and discuss what you need service with. Okay. But yes, okay. definitely by phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also, tell tell me a little bit more about what motivates you. Yes, most certainly. You you know, as you know, we talked about earlier about my childhood. You know, a lot of the things that I experienced as a child were instilled in me by my parents in a very positive way. So, although my mother suffered from clinical depression, she was a very positive person. She didn't talk a lot, and she didn't like to engage in a lot of social activities, but when she was, uh, you know, in a pretty good mood or or felt like disclosing or talking, she was positive with me. Uh, My Mm -hmm. father definitely was very, very positive, very outspoken man. So from that uh, upbringing, it was just instilled in in me that no matter what it is you're going through, you just continue your course, as we spoke about earlier. Mm -hmm. So it's something that has been ingrained in me my entire Mm -hmm. life. And mm-hmm. when I find one thing and I accomplish that thing, I move on to the next task. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm living, my father always uh, instilled in me, as long as you're living, you will have two things. You will have challenges and you will have bills. So, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with the challenges, you mm. continue to overcome one challenge after another. And right. to be able to pay those bills, I continue to work. But again, exactly. as I mentioned earlier, you find work and you find joy or you find, even if it's volunteering, you find mm-hmm. those things that you really like to do, those things mm-hmm. that those mm-hmm. things that make you happy. And right. in doing those, my ultimate goal is not only to, to it, it turns you into a very selfless person. Mm-hmm. So what happens mm-hmm. with me, I find joy, I find motivation in helping others. So the mm-hmm. motivational speaking is not, for me, the motivational mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. is to motivate others, is to mm-hmm. encourage others for them to be exactly. able to accomplish whatever things that they're, you know, whatever things that they're looking to accomplish. So yes. those are the things that motivate me. And again, when I'm long and gone, I want people to have been encouraged to be yes. uh, affected in a positive way exactly. and to be able to say, she motivated me, she encouraged me. So whether yes. it's a student at my college that, uh-huh. you know, I'm a dean for whether it's Uh someone who's read my book or someone who's listened to my speech or someone I'm working with in my consulting company, Mm -hmm. I've helped them navigate through life in a positive way. So I think for me, that's what life is all about. And that's, you know, the purpose that God has put me here for. So that Mm -hmm. is my motivation. That is my motive in a a nutshell. Yeah. And that, and that is wonderful, you know, and you brought up a part about that because I say I retired and, it's really, really, I retired from one particular job, but I have kept going on and kept working. I developed my business. Now I'm a radio show host, but I do all of this because I enjoy bringing new things and inspiring people. I enjoy being a support for people. I enjoy the communication I have, you know, around all the communities that I'm involved with. So it's, yes, I retired, but I retired just from one particular place. And now I'm living my life with joy and peace because I can share, I can encourage, and I can help build somebody else up. And you never know. Maybe it's just a smile that someone needs. And -hmm. if you give them that smile, that will make their day. It might make their week. So I just, you know, I give what I have because I know that I can replenish it when I take that time for Brandy and then I give more out. So thank you for motivating. And yes, when I'm gone, dead and gone, I also want someone to be able to say, I remember her. She did this and she did this. And, you know, I'm here because she did that and I listen. So that's a good way to have and a good place to be as we travel through this journey you know, of, of call life. Okay. Um, you know, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. I have really thoroughly enjoyed you of getting to know you a little bit more to know what, because you've had the struggles, you kept going and it did not stop you. 
It's an encouragement to know that we can come through and overcome anything as long as we keep focused on the goal. Right. Okay. And when we need help, ask for the support along the way. And you have been such a joy to have. And um, I want to stay in touch with you. So we will continue this journey, you know, and is there anything else you want to tell the listeners? No, just what you uh, just stated. I I have definitely enjoyed being a guest on your show. So thank you for Mm -hmm. having me. And as well, I would definitely like to continue to to, to get to know you on this journey and this path. As Mm -hmm. you've mentioned, for those listeners out there, as you mentioned, just continue your path and, and try to, you know, no matter what the situation is, there's always something positive that you can pull from it, even yes. if it's just learning to mm-hmm. to to not do whatever it was that, you know, maybe had gotten you there. Uh, right. You know, sometimes things happen to us as no fault of our own. They're just circumstances exactly. that happen to us. Right. But sometimes, right. it, you know, it happens just because or something that we did or did not do. But nonetheless, I believe there's always something positive that you can pull from every experience. Well, thank you. Well, listeners, we're coming to the last of our hour, and I appreciate and I thank you all for being available to listen at the top with with Dr. Sheila D.J. Williams. Excuse me. So until next week, have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.